thank everybody who participated because America's southern border is under siege and it is a national crisis, has been said by many, Tom and others. Border security is national security and it's at risk right now because Joe Biden turned operational control of our southern border over to the drug cartels. He did it deliberately. He started it day one when he stopped building the wall and he got rid of the policies that were working. Remain in Mexico, the Northern Triangle Agreements. These were all protocols that allowed a legal process of immigration to start working again. And it's completely unwound. Unwound to the point where we've had over two and a half million people come into our country illegally that we caught. That's larger than the city of Houston, Texas, the fourth. It's a good bit of uh, conversation there from Representative Steve Scalise. Happened earlier today. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on? 833-GOT-TONY. would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. Just one more thing that people are discussing about problems with the Biden administration, problems with what they're seeing, problems with the the failures of this group of people. And so when as I, I, I mocked before, when they're when they're screaming ultra MAGA doesn't do anything. Anything at all. But it's important to note that as a party there are differences, right? I, I often hear people say, there's no difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. There are differences between the Republicans and the Democrats, and it's, it's simply wrong to say otherwise. This abortion conversation does indeed show that. Now, I don't argue that the Republicans are somehow smarter politically. They do plenty of ignorantly dumb things. But I don't think the Republican Party, during this inflation during these gas prices, during a baby formula shortage, would say the top thing we're going to do is we're going to vote to ensure that you can have partial birth abortion, which is exactly what they're doing, calling the vote today to do just that. This was Chuck Schumer just yesterday. If the MAGA Republicans get their way, pregnant women could lose their lives because there will be no exception for the life of a mother if there's a dangerous complication in the pregnancy. MAGA Republicans. You wanted to know whether or not the whole ultra-MAGA thing was going to take hold. I I guess this is the difference between the Republican Party and Adam Kinzinger. I guess that's what, what Schumer's trying to relate here. Uh, he said it once. Count how many more times. If MAGA Republicans get their way, women and their health care providers could go to prison for life for their medical decisions. The price of this MAGA attack on women's rights will fall on every woman in the country and fall especially hard on the most vulnerable, low-income Americans, black Americans, other minorities. And as you know, this is not an abstract exercise. For women, it is real and urgent as it gets. This is a five-alarm fire, as Senator Murray has stated. This is not uh, 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 about women, because there are plenty of women who disagree with Roe v. Wade. So, I mean, just honest, practical speaking, there are plenty of women who disagree with, with Roe v. Wade. 
if MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans, if MAGA Republicans get their way, women and their health care providers could go to prison for life. No one is having that conversation. No one. And no one should have that conversation. That's, that's, that is the fear mongering of the Schumer set. But let's leave that to the side just for now. And rather discuss their voting on this today. This is what they decided was the top position today. This is the party that's okay with um, abortion at any time, anywhere. They're okay with partial birth abortion. As a former Governor Ralph Northam explained, they're fine with infanticide. At a moment where inflation and gas prices and the economy are all so awful. Now, Senator Dick Durbin, if you want to say to his credit, has come out to say it's wrong to intimidate justices. So there have been protests outside the home of some Supreme Court justices. Broadly speaking, how do you feel about that? I think it's reprehensible. Stay away from the homes and families of elected officials and members of the court. You can express yourself, exercise your First Amendment rights, but to go after them in their homes, to do anything of a threatening nature, and certainly anything violent, is absolutely reprehensible. Now, maybe we should all take a moment to celebrate Senator Dick Durbin, a man most aptly named. The problem is, it's five days too late. It's a dollar too short, and the administration has already said that this is fine. The Speaker of the House has already said that these people are engaged in a righteous anger. That was, I assume it was fire and brimstone when she said it. I'm not sure. Righteous anger. So Dick Durbin is now what? read the tea leaves and did the polling and said, okay, I can come out against this and it'll be good for me. It'll show my independence streak. And then, you know, what it'll really do is, uh, is uh, you know, uh, put me up against Chuck Schumer and then, you know, Chuck Schumer have a hard time with, with Representative Ocasio-Cortez in that, in that Senate primary. And then I'm a shoo-in to be the Senate minority leader. Yes, I believe his his uh, reaction there is political. And I think that's a horrible thing to say of somebody, by the way, that you don't believe that their intentions are, are true. I don't. Of course I don't. It is just too late, too much past when this commentary should have been. It should have been Dick Durbin on, on the steps of the Capitol so, uh, surrounded by 49 other Democrats saying, stop it. We don't like what the Supreme Court might do, but we don't do that. Stop it. They didn't, he didn't do that. This is weak sauce. Go on CNN and do this. In, 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 you know, it's, it, it, it isn't some major address or, or, or statement or anything else. It's, a, it's of no power. But let's get back to the subject at hand. Voting on abortion at a time like this. They're letting you know what it is that they value. And that's extremely important to note. It's extremely important to note what it is 
they value. What matters to the Democratic Party and possibly why it matters to them. And in the conversation, the choice, the clear choice between formula for your children and abortion, they chose abortion. In the clear choice between the two, they chose abortion. But so we understand each other, not all of them. Not all of them chose abortion. This is Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. The bill we have today to vote on, the Women's Health Protection Act, and I respect people who support, but don't make no mistake, it is not Roe v. Wade codification. It's an expansion. It wipes 500, 500 state laws off the books. It expands abortion. And with that, that's not where we are today. We should not be dividing this country further than we're already divided. And it's, it's really the, the, the politics of Congress that's dividing the country. It's not the people. They, they're telling us what they want. And uh, it's just disappointing that uh, we're going to be voting on a piece of legislation, which I will not vote for today. It drives me crazy that he's such a spender. It drives me crazy that that he can be so lucid like that and then on other subjects just be... Ugh. I believe that's the that would be the Yiddish term. But he's right. You're wiping off laws off the books. You're taking away the rights of the states by trying to create a federal law. But the Democrats do not care about that. They're fine with it because what matters most, what matters most is abortion. Baby formula or abortion? Abortion. States' rights or abortion? Abortion. You having a say or or abortion? Abortion. That's who they are. It's who they are. And I think that a lot of Americans, for the very first time, have seen exactly how radical this group is and how radical this theory and philosophy is. The, the, these aren't what we call in the business good people. These are people who are cultists, who are upset, and will throw anything at you, anything at all, anywhere that they can throw at you. Like uh, this right here from Hakeem Jeffries. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Thank you for uh, your presence. We uh, had a very robust discussion earlier today within the caucus on two pressing issues uh, that need to be dealt with decisively as it relates to freedom both here in America and freedom abroad. The freedom uh, for a woman to make her own health care decisions, which is being threatened by a runaway, radical, right-wing Supreme Court 
majority that's shameful. Uh, and we are going to fight and we're going to fight and we're going to fight and we're going to win to protect the woman's freedom, to make her own health care decisions between herself and her doctor, not a runaway Supreme Court. That he he's like the number three guy in the house is Hakeem Jeffries of New York. And that's how he started. They are runaway and extreme for saying that Roe v. Wade was wrongly decided and should go back to the states and let them decide. No, he wants the absolute power to decide, so they'll try and push something as they got it through the House. They'll now try and push it through the Senate. He didn't lead with inflation. He didn't lead with baby formula. Who are the radicals? The, the deflection, the projection, it's, it is something else. And I think voters are going to remember this in 22, and they damn well should remember it in 24. That when the moment came to try and help the people, they made sure that their ideology came first. They want to take care of babies in the womb and outside of it. That's not me saying it. That's them. And when I say take care of, I I, I don't mean it in the good way. I'm Tony Katz.